0: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of CX Conversations. This is your host, Vivek, bringing you CX lessons from CX leaders from around the world. This episode is specific to healthcare industry. I am talking about digital transformation in healthcare and its impact on patient experience. Now it's no news that the world is going digital. As of July 2019, 4.33 billion people are active internet users. That's 56% of the global population. I'm discussing how the healthcare industry is moving forward with this digital wave. I will be focusing majorly on, on how digital in healthcare is impacting patient experience. All this and more with our guest, Sachin Rao. Sachin is the head of digital transformations at Kim's Global Hospitals Group a leading chain of hospitals and medical centers across India and GCC region. Sachin has an MBA in marketing from Indiana University of Pennsylvania. He has been working in the healthcare domain for almost a decade now. Starting in the marketing function, Sachin quickly transitioned into digital transformation management position. Before KIMS, Sachin worked with the Manipal Hospital Group also. Sachin and I work closely in measuring and managing patient experience at Kim's Hospital Group, and I've always enjoyed talking to him. Sachin, delighted to welcome you on CX Conversations. Thank you for making the time for this.
1: Thank you, Vivek. Great to be here on this podcast along with you.
0: Great. Sachin, so let's start by laying out the various facets of digital initiatives for a healthcare organization. You've been in the healthcare industry for quite a while, and I'm sure you've seen transformations of healthcare organizations from uh, nothing to leading uh, digital healthcare providers. So what are the key facets of digital initiatives that you have seen in your
1: experience? Sure. So uh, Vivek, I think there are a couple of them. The most important one uh, starts with patient experience, right, on how we can sort of transform the patient experience. The second one is more around the operations point on how to increase efficiencies, sort of make systems and processes better. And the third one is more on the infrastructure part, which is now moving into the digital age for all the organizations, especially healthcare organizations uh, with their hospital information systems and their ERPs moving to the cloud. That, that's a big facet and a very important one. And these are the three most important pillars I would call for digital transformation in the healthcare side.
0: Nice. So I'm just going to dig into the last one once again, because you talked about the infrastructure and which I believe sounds like it's going to be a foundational uh, activity for any organization looking at digital transformation. So when you're talking about infrastructure, are you just talking about the technological infrastructure or are there more things uh, along with that
1: no so when i say infrastructure there are some other things as well which include your iot that's coming in which include a lot of other sensors that come in and are sort of making healthcare uh, delivery better or much more accessible so all that part of healthcare delivery also is a part of the infra that i just spoke about
0: okay uh, that makes sense so how do you identify which is top priority for an organization and also how do you think we can connect these initiatives to the impact on patient experience?
1: Right. So like I said, the first most or rather are two most important stakeholders in terms of healthcare delivery today are the first one is, of course, the patients. And the second one, uh, which is a very important part of this, is the doctors. So we are looking at these two sort of subjects or problem statements uh, with a large lens. And we are trying to see how we can sort of make or take The patient experience and the doctor's experience when he's treating his patients or with his daily work that he does which is non-clinical and clinical to the next level because as you know transformation is a continuous process where we are trying to improve we're trying to push the boundary further and when it comes to patient experience this is one of the most key projects or portfolios that a lot of transformation managers today are looking at with a very very important focus and how to push these further
0: that's right. so Going back to my original question, how do you identify what is the top priority for an organization? Because when you lay this down, uh, both from the doctor's end and from the patient's end, I'm sure you would come across a ton of projects that can be driven uh, for improving the experience for each of these groups. How do you prioritize them?
1: So we are prioritizing them based on these two, one or two rather uh, uh, sort of points.
0: Okay. Do you like have such,
1: some principles that you follow? Correct. So I think the first most important one is the accessibility part of it. How we are trying to make healthcare more accessible, more easy to avail, right? When, and when we talk about this one big point, the the biggest sort of barrier there is the waiting time that comes to that comes to my mind. wherein it could be waiting time at the registration counter, it could be waiting times before you consult your doctor, it could be waiting times for your you know, reports or waiting times to at the pharmacy. The, there are different touch points that we have today when we deliver healthcare. So,
0: okay. So, in a sense, what you're saying, reducing the time to realizing the outcome for a patient.
1: And if you look at the other industries, they are fairly ahead of from where we are right now in terms of, you know, banking, in terms of telecom, how they have sort of moved ahead as compared to healthcare in sort of making their services more digital or more accessible. The other priority that we are looking at is the cost efficiencies, right? How we can have digital initiatives planned or implemented better so that it increases our cost efficiency. So in terms of operations, we are looking at making pharmacy go the digital route in terms of intents, in terms of ordering, in terms of return returns for our inpatients. So that is another thing that we're looking at, uh, with a lot of importance.
0: Okay. And do you like, um, I'm just trying to get deeper into the patient experience side of all of this, because when you say time, that certainly as a customer, I can completely relate to right. having a better experience when my time to realizing something right. is reduced. Right. Um, do you, now, did you guys also use some ways to identify that these are the top priorities for us to focus on because they are going to give us some uh, improvement in the patient experience? Or was it something that was apparent and and you knew that these are the things that we have to take action on?
1: Right. So we just implemented our feedback system almost about six months ago now uh, for our India centers as well as our centers in the Middle East. This is a more structured way of sort of collecting feedback and analyzing it and you know going ahead with whatever our customers are saying. So we are looking at problem areas which our patients are coming up with and then that is what the top priority for us is right now and most of those patient feedbacks or most of us talking to our patients through our rounds and things like that the first one was waiting times right so that is the first area that we are sort of looking at sorting out the second area is around the fnb uh, which is which is a major concern concern for most of the hospitals, and this is also an area which most of the hospitals have negative feed, negative feedback around. So that is another area that we're looking at. So first system first was to sort of implement a system which helped us understand what our customers are trying to talk to us about. Now the third system that we've put up in place is the ORM part, which also listens to uh, the world of online media, the social media, and sort of analyzes that feedback, and then we put up system in place that takes action on on the points
0: great great so can you also talk about what kind of patient experience improvements are you expecting from implementing these initiatives
1: so we are looking at reducing waiting times we are looking at putting up smarter systems kiosks uh, we are making our back end much much more stronger uh, we are having our staff have more information more accessible information that they need to sort of tackle these daily problems with the patients uh, we are deploying bots we are deploying chats And creating these different uh, verticals that you may call to address each of these problems.
0: Interesting. What what are some of the biggest challenges you're facing, Sachin, in this direction?
1: So I think the one single biggest challenge, and I'm sure a lot of managers in healthcare can relate to this, uh, is the HIS or hospital information system that we call. And it's lack of being ahead of the curve, which is the biggest challenge for us to enable a lot of these initiatives because we need apis we need a lot of systems to talk to each other there is a because healthcare being so such a complicated delivery system there are there is a hospital information system there is a pack system there's an appointment scheduler there's a back end there's an inventory module there's pharmacy this all of these systems have to start talking to each other and on top of this there's supposed to be a cX or a customer experience layer to which information can travel back and forth which is which is i think the biggest challenge today for healthcare delivery
0: Wow, that's interesting. And you've kind of put it down in a very good way for anyone to understand. And while you were saying that, I was also imagining HISs have been around for several decades now. Um, right. And what do you think is the reason that they haven't caught up with the requirements of of uh, the current age, current digital age?
1: I think the problem there is interoperability. Because a lot of hospitals operate in their own way. They have different workflows. And a large part of the chaos is also around handling the load that is there today on the healthcare systems. Uh, so no one has really found out the time or the energy to really go after customer experience as a subject and then you know tackle these issues. And I'm sure with the times changing, there's a lot of focus on a lot of... I've seen a lot of hospitals having customer experience managers or having customer experience leads that, that their daily, day-in, day-out job Uh, is to sort of, you know, look at these problems and try and fix these problems.
0: Mm, And I can imagine these are not some things that can be solved in short term. It's going to be a very long journey.
1: Because the hospital information systems that we call are the backbone of a hospital in terms of their infrastructure. It it becomes very challenging uh, or almost near difficult or almost near impossible for you to sort of solve these problems in one go or in one shot. Yeah, and it's almost like this
0: is a running engine that you have to solve or fix while it is running. You can't stop it. You can't stop an H I S in an, in an hospital and then say that okay, replace it because I can imagine hospital is in itself is a very complex organization with people's lives at stake, and uh, obviously there are uh, emotions are high. Sensitivity has to be maintained, so it's it's not an easy task. So. Yeah, I can completely relate to that challenge. I think you touched on this and I just want to dig a little deeper into how are you measuring and managing patient experience at KIMS right now?
1: So we have a couple of ways we're doing this, right? The first and the most important one is of course the NPS that we're looking at. Uh, And this is also a standard which most of the hospitals are following. One is the NPS and the second one is the customer satisfaction. These are some of the numbers. So this is how we're quantifying qualitative data or qualitative experiences that our patients have and then putting a score against it which a lot of our hospitals today or almost all of our hospitals today and medical centers uh, are following the other way that we're looking at analyzing this feedback is more which is just text-based feedback or the feedback that we receive online right which is which doesn't really have a score to it so we're looking at sentiment analyzers we're looking at word clouds and these are some of the other things that we are trying out today to sort of put an or rather quantify uh, qualitative feedback
0: wonderful and and how are you mapping actions against your analysis because a ton of analysis and and no action might not give you any results right.
1: so i think we are breaking it down into smaller chunks while there is an nps lens that we look at uh, it of course translates down to singular points uh, which are given which are broken down and given to the action teams and then they're closely followed up and then, then the loop is closed. A follow-up call also goes to the customer or the patient. And that is how we're looking at these analysis that we call being actually actioned out into, into items.
0: Wonderful. That's interesting. And it sounds like a pretty robust process, actually.
1: Yep. yep.
0: So time for some rapid fire questions. Which is the one book you would recommend to someone and why?
1: My most favorite book of the lot so far has been a book called Everybody Lies. Okay. It's authored by Stephen Davidowitz. Okay. And I would recommend that book to everybody because I think that book sort of tells digital transformation leads or digital marketing leads on how to be more experimentative and uh, not accept the way things are just because they've been handed over to you in that fashion. So I think that is the first thing that we as digital transformation managers need to look at. It also lays out some great examples of how digitally transformed organizations today uh, look at data, look at look at problem statements and things like that. So it's a fantastic book. I would recommend it to everybody.
0: Interesting. And it's called
1: Everybody Lies. Yes, that's correct.
0: Wonderful. Which brand do you admire for their digital offering?
1: There is this one brand for, uh, that I really, really look up to. Uh, it's Netflix, right? And like the way we most of us are using it today, from a degree mm-hmm. rental store to transforming the entire service offering to a complete digital route. This is one thing that I really admire about them. And there are a lot of takeaways from it because we as healthcare guys or we being in the healthcare industry have always been told that this is the way things have been and you can't sort of disrupt this. This is the first thing that I hear from a lot of teams that I speak to or that I interact with. But I think there is a lot of disruption still left over that we can change the way healthcare is delivered. We can change the way things are done and have been done for the last one or two decades
0: yeah and i was just going to say that such in your position as a digital transformation transformationist is to disrupt things before absolutely. before the market disrupts the organization you got to disrupt the organization and recreate it
1: absolutely absolutely
0: great great so what is your word of advice for digital transformation managers in healthcare particularly
1: the, the advice that i have for digital transformation managers is to be uh, very, very curious in terms of the way things are being done because every day, day in, day out, you will be told that this is the way things are and they need not be. There is a lot of scope for change, there is a lot of scope for betterment in terms of the way things are done. Uh, customer experience or patient experience is a big area. If you look at patient experience and put yourself in the patient's shoes, to identify problems or to do customer or patient flow studies to identify the waiting times, the problems, the touch points, the issues with them, uh, it will help you better understand rather than going the other way around and then trying to identify this could be a fit or this could be an issue. So do the patient flow studies, identify problems, put yourself in the patient's shoes and then try and start tackling problems. I think that is a good way to go. with.
0: Wow. Thanks for that. Wonderful. Now, with this, we've also come to the end of this podcast. Sachin, I would like to thank you once again for this great conversation.
1: Thank you, Vivek. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It was it was real fun.
0: Thanks. Thanks, Sachin. And to all our listeners, this is Vivek signing off from another CX conversation. Until next time. Bye.